Jadi Sastopasi of Business Mirror And this is the Brotherhood Podcast Good day Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays A segment of the Brotherhood Podcast That talks about agriculture and food Today's episode would look at the issue of abaca Based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas and Bianca Quaresma For more stories on agriculture and food Please visit the Business Mirror website For the print edition, please go to the Agriculture and Commodities section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Philippine abaca production in the first two months of the year declined by 13.7% to nearly 8,700 metric tons from roughly 10,100 metric tons as the output of Bicol region the country's top abaca producer continued to fall. Despite the double-digit decline, Philippine Fiber Industry Development Authority or FILFIDA Executive Director Kennedy Costales said, he remains confident that the agency's 70,000 metric ton production target this year would still be achieved. The target this year is 3.72% higher than the roughly 67,500 metric tons recorded last year. Costales told reporters in a recent interview that it's too early to conclude they will miss the target. Costales said there is still a possibility that production could rebound. Data from Filfida, an agency attached to the Agriculture Department, indicated that the Bicol region's performance during the period pulled down overall production in January and February. Abaca production in the Bicol region plunged by nearly 35% year-on-year to 2,361.37 metric tons. Output in Catanduanes, the country's largest producer of abaca, fell by 30.8% to about 2,000 metric tons from nearly 3,000 metric tons last year. Output in Catanduanes, the country's largest producer of abaca, fell by 30.8% to about 2,000 metric tons from nearly 3,000 metric tons last year. In January, Costales said the downward trend of abaca production in the Bicol region is very alarming. He went to the extent of saying that abaca production in the Bicol region could disappear in 6 years to 7 years if the downward trend continues. Costales said farmers in the Bicol region practice bakbak or umbak and pohada, harvesting that led to the spread of diseases and the decline in their abaca output. Filfida data also showed that abaca production in other key regions such as northern Mindanao and Davao declined during the two-month period. Abaca output in northern Mindanao fell by 13.2% to about 1,100 metric tons from roughly 1,300 metric tons, while production in Davao region plunged by 21.8% to about 1,700 metric tons. Costales said Filfida is also looking into the possible reasons behind the 13.7% drop in abaca output in the first two months of the year. Costales said they are still studying the factors that led to the decline because the industry has the momentum coming from an increase in 2021, then it suddenly fell. Costales was referring to the rebound in local abaca output last year when volume expanded by 9.8% to nearly 67,500 metric tons from nearly 61,500 metric tons in 2020.
Costales said Abacao output in March and April may be lower due to continuous rainfall. This is the first time that the country had two typhoons as early as April, Costales said. When it is raining, farmers cannot harvest, therefore production slows down, Costales said. Nonetheless, Costales said the huge global demand for abaca, which he estimated at 150,000 metric tons, and the agency's massive planting and replanting program in previous years would enable local output to hit 70,000 metric tons this year. Costales added that the agency continues to implement its abaca expansion program. Some 1,500 hectares of abaca farms are expected to be opened this year. Costales said the country's total abaca output last year could have returned to the 70,000 metric ton level if Typhoon Odette did not damage nearly 15,000 hectares of abaca plantation last December. The Philippines produces 85% of the world's abaca fiber supply and 1.5 million Filipinos depend on it for their livelihood. According to the Department of Science and Technology, abaca, known as the world's strongest natural fiber, provides income to 76,000 farmers and tens of thousands of other Filipinos working in trading posts and processing plants. The Department of Science and Technology added that fiber exports and the manufacture of abaca cordage, yarns, fabrics, and fiber crafts, as well as pulp and raw fiber, earn about $97 million per year. Citing the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, Senator Cynthia Villar last January said, Abaca fibers are considered the best replacement for glass fibers as a strengthening agent in multiple automotive parts. It can reduce the weight of automotive parts and facilitate more environment-friendly production and recycling of parts, Senator Villar has said. Senator Villar has asked her colleagues in the Senate to rally behind her proposed bill making Catanduanes in the Bicol region as the Abaca capital of the Philippines. As chairman of the Committee on Food, Agriculture, and Agrarian Reform, Senator Villari presented for approval Committee Report 272 on Senate Bill 1978, taking into consideration House Bill 6149 entitled An Act Declaring the Province of Catanduanes as the Abaca capital of the Philippines. Last January, the senator has called for everyone's enthusiasm and cooperation so that the country's abaca industry will grow even more better. Senator Villar has said in January that the Philippines has long been known to be the leading producer of abaca for several years. She noted that Catanduan's province leads the highest production in the country, with 31.72% contribution in the country's abaca production in 2020, 33.74% in 2019, and 33.37% in 2018. Senator Villar has said that Catanduanes accounts for more than 80% of Bicol region's production with at least 21,500 hectares of land dedicated to abaca planting. Farming is one of the major livelihoods in the Philippines and abaca farming is the source of livelihood of about 200,000 farming families in 56 provinces in the Philippines, Senator Villar has said. The Philippines dominates the global abaca trade as the country supplies about 87.5% of the world's abaca fiber requirements with Ecuador and Costa Rica sharing the remaining 12.5% as of 2016, according to Senator Villar. Senator Villar said that through the bills she sponsored, she wishes to celebrate the hard work and perseverance of abaca farmers in Catanduane who 
who despite experiencing the strongest typhoons on a yearly basis remain strong and continue to persevere. To recognize the hardship and efforts of abaca farmers from Catanduanes and for them to serve as inspiration to more farmers in the country, the senator has called on her colleagues in the Senate to support the measure. Touted by the United Nations as a future fiber, Senator Villar said abaca is mostly used in paper products but it also has a long history in textiles. For centuries, abaca has been used by the Filipinos as a textile fiber for clothing, for carrying cloths, for rope, and for fishing nets. Senator Villar said abaca is currently being used for soft applications in the automotive industry as a filling material for bolster and interior trim parts. Aside from its various uses due to its superior strength, Senator Villar said the abaca fiber also helps meet the growing demand for environment-friendly material, eliminating the use of plastics and replacing them with natural fiber materials. Although the banking and financial system has remained open to the idea of new polymer banknotes, abaca farmers think otherwise. The Philippine Council for Agriculture and Fisheries, Philippine Fiber Industry Development Authority, Filfida, has recommended the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to retain abaca in the local banknotes to support the industry. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas has recently announced it will start releasing the new 100,000 peso polymer banknotes after being presented to and approved by President Rodrigo Duterte. In a statement early April, the BSP said the new 1,000 peso polymer banknotes will be released in phases beginning April 18. According to BSP Deputy Governor Mert Tangonan, the central bank at the same time, taking seriously the concerns of abaca producers. According to Mamerto Tangonan, Banco Central ng Pilipinas Deputy Governor, the central bank at the same time is seriously taking the concerns of abaca producers, especially those of smallholder farmers. Tangonan added that the Banco Central ng Pilipinas has used abaca in banknotes since 20. Since 2001 and the most recent official data reveal that the limited polymer test will displace around 0.1% to 0.2% of total abaca exports representing 210 to 481 number of jobs. According to Tangonan, the shift to polymer banknotes would have minimal effects on the abaca industry citing that it would affect only 0.2% to 0.4% of abaca farming jobs and up to 0.2% of total abaca exports. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas has consulted public and private sector stakeholders to discuss the issuance of the 1,000 peso polymer banknotes. The conversation covered ways to enhance the competitiveness of the abaca industry and outlined the public health and environmental sustainability benefits of the shift to polymer, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas said. The Filipida has earlier resisted the shift to polymer, saying such move would have a major effect on the abaca industry. The Philippine Fiber Industry Development Authority, or Filfida, has earlier resisted the shift to polymer, saying such move would have a major effect on the abaca industry. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brother Look podcast on abaca. Please show your support by sharing this podcast. It means a lot to all of us so we can be inspired to tell good stories like this in the future. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening. Have a pleasant day.